Welcome to another episode of the Las Vegas Poker Coach. Want to know how you can support this podcast and get exclusive content? Please visit patreon.com forward slash LV Poker Coach. Hey guys, this is my poker report for Thursday night. Um, I'm actually recording this on Friday because um, I got home a little bit late on Thursday night, so just recording it the next day. Um, last night was uh, pretty good. Um, had a had a net positive session, which is always a good thing, always a good way to start off the work week. Um, really good number of games available for a Thursday. Uh, some of these NFL promotions really bring people into the rooms, which is good. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of tables running yesterday. A lot of people from out of town yesterday. Uh, I was fortunate to be playing to the left of two players that, quite frankly, just weren't very good. They weren't beginners. They were they were basically bad regs. They were they were players who thought they knew a thing or two about poker and um, they just weren't very good so um, one was from Europe and the other one was from the east coast of the United States I don't want to give too many details that I don't like to out people but um, they were playing a ridiculous number of hands and they were really just kind of um, playing playing them in a way that just isn't really viable over the long term so when I'm faced in that type of situation, um, that's when I'm tightening up my ranges, right? That's where you want to be able to um, respond to their bad play by having good, strong ranges that you can take them to value town with. Um, I'm a big fan of, of, of the old school Mike Caro stuff, you know, and his, his old saying was, when a table is loose, play tight. When a table is tight, play loose. So yesterday was a scenario where I had two really loose players next to me so I played a little bit tighter than usual um, and really these are the kind of adjustments you have to make on a day in day out basis you have to make those adjustments you have to be you know part part of being a professional well actually let me take a step back in the book uh, faster higher stronger they talk about what it takes to be a professional athlete at an elite level and the authors had concluded that across all sports, across all professional athletes, the number one trait that they, that they had is their ability to take in new information, process it, come up with a reply to that new information, and execute on that reply. And really, that applies to poker, and it certainly applied to my to to a lot to applies to a lot of my sessions. Um, if you want to be a successful poker player, part of your job is to quickly assess your table, figure out what everyone's doing, determine an appropriate reply to what they're doing, and then execute on, on your analysis. So yesterday's a really good example of that. It took me about hmm, 15 to 20 minutes um, of, 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 my, of the start of the session to be able to size up uh, these players. Um, I was in seat nine. Uh, seat 8 was a player from the East Coast that was just not very good. Seat 7 was a player from Europe who was also not very good, playing way too many hands. Um, seat 6 to him, and next to him was a relatively brand new player, so 
he was folding when he didn't have it and raising when he did have it. So very much just playing his cards. So super easy player to play against. Um, and so on and so on. You have to develop a plan for all the players. So for me to have a plan for the three seats to my immediate right was more than enough to have a profitable session yesterday. Yesterday was a very nicely profitable session. So, yeah, so I mean, I'm just looking to repeat more of that for the rest of the weekend. Uh, today it's Friday. Um, I'm trying to get to the casino, the poker room before 4 o'clock today when a, when a promotion starts. Um, so I see no reason why that won't be the case. And we're just going to try to keep it going, see if I can uh, put some more positive sessions together. Um, I have a pretty good record going as far as October goes. Um, had a had a great month of September, so I want to see if I can't match it in October. At the very least, I'm going to be putting in my hours, just kind of focusing on my hours. Um, I put in almost six hours yesterday, which is good. That's 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 my goal for every session. So looking to put another six hours in today and I'll give an update after Friday but we're gonna be playing Friday night Saturday during the day during the college football games and again on Sunday during the day during the NFL games This is my poker report for Friday night. Had another great session. Um, I don't know what it is about this weekend, but this weekend seems to be bringing in a lot of newer players. Um, I was initially seated at a table that had a lot of action, a lot of um, a lot of loose action. So it would have been a very high variance game, and I and I generally try to avoid those. So, unfortunately, uh, a new game started up, and I was able to find a seat and um, played in that. And um, there were at least two, maybe three players that were really just relatively brand new to the game. Um, another player was somebody who was a tournament, primarily a tournament player, but was trying cash. And those tend to be really soft spots, so that was nice that, uh, that they sat down. Um, but overall, it was a really nice session. Uh, I um, I ended up uh, cashing out for about a buy-in and a half, which is really good. And that's a very healthy session for me. Um, I managed to get in about four hours or so. So I did leave a little early. The game kind of slowed down. game kind of broke up because, quite frankly, the newer players just flat out lost their money. So the game didn't really last a whole lot, a whole long lot of time but um, uh, but it just felt right to kind of wrap up the session at that point kind of save my energy for the remaining weekend um, but yeah overall a very nice session yesterday um, you know sometimes I have a little bit of a challenge controlling my own tilt and really not in hands that I lose but in hands that I fold that eventually you know, the hands that I fold that I knew had a decent amount of equity that I should have played, but it was close enough where I just folded. When those hands end up becoming um, 
profitable. Sometimes they can put me a little bit on tilt. So it's kind of like a reverse tilt where it's not that I lost, it's that, it's that what I, I could have won. So I had a little bit of challenge controlling that yesterday. There were there were two spots yesterday where, you know, the, the hands the hands vis-a-vis uh, -vis their value and my position, it was a real close call whether I should have been in the pot pre-flop or not. But in both scenarios, I decided to fold. And in both of those scenarios, I would have won just massive pots with them. So sometimes I kind of find myself having to put that in the past and just say, you know, I'm still up. I'm still going to play my game. I'm still going to move forward. So that was interesting yesterday. Just kind of kind of being aware of that of that tilt and controlling it and, and making sure that it's not contributing to a to a uh, a, a, a leak in my game. Because at the end of the day, you're still up. It's just, you know, it's just your own mind fooling with you about what you could have been up. So, a little bit of a challenge controlling that yesterday. But, uh, but yeah, you know, cut the session at around four hours. Um, so, today is Saturday morning. And I will be there most of the day. Uh, college football is on. So, that always brings a great crowd. Always, you know, generally speaking, Saturdays are very low variance games. So, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, so successful Friday night. That's two winning sessions for this weekend. So a nice healthy profit for the weekend already. But obviously I want more and I feel good to play. I'm excited to play today. Uh, I'm about to hop in the shower and get my day going. This is my poker report for Saturday. I played during the day today and I managed to get six hours in today, which is good. I'm happy about that. Um, today was an interesting session. I did end up posting a loss today, um, but the loss was really less than a buy in, so I'm okay with that. Um, there was a pivotal hand in my session. That really kind of set me off on tilt. So I really shouldn't have lost as much as I did today because a good portion of those losses was purely just a little bit of steam, a little bit of tilt. So that's really just on me, you know. I, I I'm I'm a professional and I work at this game, but I'm I'm only human. So I did kind of steam off a, a few chips. So I posted a loss, but it's less than a buy-in, and there's plenty of hours left tomorrow. So I'm okay with the way the session ended up. It really just came down to this one hand that I want to share with you. So the effective stacks for this hand are 150 big blinds. Uh, I am in early position with uh, pocket aces. I go ahead and I raise, uh, I open, and I raise to uh, five and a half big blinds. I pick up one collar uh, immediately to the left of me. The cutoff calls, the button calls, and then the, um, the, uh, the big blind also calls. So it's five ways to a flop. So I'm not really enthused with that scenario, but... 
I'm okay with it. Um, five and a half big blinds seem like a large enough raise. Um, so I was a little surprised that it, when it was a five-way flop. I, I was hoping that it would be more like three-way, but five ways to the flop. The flop comes down. Jack, three, three. Rainbow. So I'm looking to thin the field a little bit. Uh, so I go ahead and I make a little bit of a bigger raise than what I normally would. I go ahead and I and I raise it to, um, uh, so right now in the center there's about 25, 27 big blinds. And I go ahead and I raise, uh, I raise it 20 big blinds. Excuse me, I open 20 big blinds. Middle position, limper um, folds. The cutoff only had about another $10 or $12 behind. So he goes all in for less. And then the cutoff proceeds to raise me. And she makes it, um, let's see, she would have uh, raised me another, another 20 big blinds. So she makes it uh, 40 big blinds total. And the big blind folds and then it's on me. So to most people, this would seem like a a snap decision to go ahead and either call or shove all in and there's certainly something to be said for that and to be frankly honest I probably would do that in 99.9% of these scenarios the problem is the is the profile of the button who raised it to another 40 big blinds um, this particular lady is, uh, is an older lady, an older Japanese lady, a very nice lady. I've played with her more than just a few hours. I would say I've played about a dozen hours with her. Um, I know that there's, you know, the OMC profile, the old, old man coffee profile. If there is an OWC profile, this lady is definitely it. Um, she's very methodical. Um... I've never seen her pull off a bluff. I've never seen her just, you know, take a flyer on, on a hand pre-flop. I can't recall many times when I, when I, when I saw her uh, float a flop or float a turn, something along those lines. She's just a very patient player. She's very friendly with all the dealers. So, you know, she's probably just there more to socialize and, 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 and spend hours there as opposed to, you know, pulling moves or, or, you know, lag type behavior. So quite frankly, her raise put me in the tank. And I normally don't talk during a tank. I don't like to verbalize my thoughts, but I did tank long enough where towards the end, I told her that Anybody else I would be snapping off, but I was making an exception for her. She's really one of the few people that I would go into the tank for. Anybody else, it, it would have been a really a snap decision for me to probably go all in. I, I'm willing to put in all my all my stack on, on that type of a board. Um, so the, the case against calling her is that she doesn't fit the profile of somebody that would just be taking a flyer on a Jack 3-3 board. She was the button getting tremendous odds, so she could be in there with all kinds of hands. Her 
raising range at any point is pretty narrow. Again, she's a very tight player, very methodical. Probably one of the top three tightest players in, in, in the room, in the casino that this particular hand took place in. She could easily, you know, her, her raising range is so tight that pocket jacks and even pocket threes are not out of the question there. I don't, I, 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 I would even go as far as to eliminate something like an ace jack from her range. She's probably calling ace jack. She's probably not raising ace jack. Especially considering that there was action behind. Technically, uh, after she raised, you know, between her and I, there was still one more player, the big blind. So, I really just couldn't eliminate enough strong hands, like like the pocket jacks, like the th pocket threes, like uh, you know, a, a a naked three of some, an ace with a three of some kind. Um. You know, really, there were just too many combinations there that I didn't feel comfortable um, making that call or really making that shove. The case for calling her is that she did give off a physical tell um, towards the later part of my tank. Or rather, th th through the through the middle part of my tank, where she knew that I had a legitimate hand, where it was obvious I wasn't Hollywooding. She did start to breathe a little heavy. Um, she was wearing a little bit of a loose sweater, um, and I could just see that the sweater was going up and down. Um, she she was she was breathing pretty heavy. Um, you know, loose clothing is one of the... I, I hate wearing loose clothing to a casino because loose clothing can give you away in that type of scenario. But I could, I, could see her, I could see her chest and I could see the neck of the sweater going up and down. So, that was the case for calling. Um, but again, this was... This is really just one of the tightest players in the casino. Virtually no one else in the entire room puts me in the tank other than her. Everyone else is, is, is I'm, I'm happy to call it off there. So, I tanked quite a bit. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I think it was probably like a, a four to five minute tank there. Um, and I was closing the action because if I were to fold, um, the the cutoff was already in, all in, so there would have been no more action. So I went ahead and I folded my aces face up. And and I made it clear to her and the table that this was a very special exception. And that was that. So um, the hand played out, and um, this particular player on the button, she showed pocket kings. And uh, she actually ended up losing the hand because the other player did have a three but um, but yeah she um, she showed pocket three uh, uh, excuse me pocket kings so obviously kings and queens are in her range um, also aces unlikely but also obviously in her range um, I don't think she's doing that with ace king she's certainly and again I, I don't think she's raising with ace jack I think she's just calling with ace jack so unfortunately, this was a scenario where I was wrong. I um, 
I, uh, I thought I had a pretty good read on her. Maybe I gave her profile a little bit too much credit. Um, she definitely did surprise me by having that move where she didn't raise pre, she didn't uh, three bet pre flop. Right, she just flatted, she just flatted my, my open on the button, which is a, a questionable decision, but that's that's her style of play. Um, and I I was a little surprised. I was a little surprised that she would do a raise there with pocket uh, kings. Obviously, she didn't give my uh, my hand a lot of strength um, later on she told me that she, that she was surprised or that, that I, I rejected weakness when I only opened for five and a half big blinds which is an interesting comment because that's that's my standard open for the majority of hands if there's other action prior and no more limpers obviously I'll raise but if it's just like a flat open you know I'm the first to open I'm opening for 11 pretty much across the board. So I was surprised that she made that comment because maybe it means she's not as observant as I thought she was. But um, but yeah, so that's a scenario where I should have shoved. I gave her profile way too much credit. Um, but yeah, I, 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 thought I, I thought I made the right read, and, and I was wrong. So like I said, that put me in a little bit of tilt. Um, prior to that hand, I was basically uh, even for the session. So I did lose some money on that hand, and then I lost uh, some, some money in a couple hands after that. Quite frankly, I was, uh, I was, I was steaming, you know, and, and perhaps I should have cut my session early at that point because I knew that I was on tilt and um, but I didn't and I, and I took a loss today so that's okay I'm gonna put it behind me I am still net positive for my work week I am um, you know still happy with the game of poker I, I I made a read I went with a read and I was wrong and so if anything I should be happy I didn't lose more because I would have just been sick to my stomach if she had turned over a three there. But um, but yeah, so that was an interesting session. Um, again, I'm only human. I can only go with the reads that I make, and and uh, unfortunately, the result did have a tilting effect on me, and I should have controlled that a little better. But tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow gives me more hours, gives me more opportunities to improve. And I'm um, going to target six hours. My intent is to be at the casino prior to the 10 a.m. Uh, games kicking off. The, 10, uh, the NFL games kicking off at 10 a.m. Pacific. And I have uh, one more day in this work week to, um, to uh, add to the bankroll and have some more fun with it. This is my poker report for Sunday. Uh, you know what? There's really no other way to say it. I had a terrible outing on Sunday. Um, I had a situation where I ran ace-king into a set by the river. And I um, I just, I just, I just plain didn't play very well uh, on Sunday. 
So Sunday was a terrible session, terrible results. Um, I lost almost two buy-ins. So that doesn't sound like a lot of variance in the, in the grand scheme of a, of a bankroll. But with the um, results that I'm used to, that's actually a, uh, a pretty terrible result for me. So these types of results don't really happen all that often in my records. I average less than once a month when I have a, uh, an outing like that. So I've dealt with these before. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not. I have dealt with them. Um, it's not my biggest loss by any stretch of the imagination. But, uh, but yeah, I had a very rough outing on Sunday. Um, that did make me net negative for the week. And um, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. So these are times when I need to mentally just kind of step away from poker for a couple of days. I, I don't think about poker. I don't read any books. I try to avoid videos online. And I just try to kind of disengage that part of my mind. Now, I say that because I'm a professional and I've done it for a while, so I feel like my um, my poker mind's already engaged and already uh, developed. Um, but if you're a newer player, this is the time when you would kind of hit the books, reread chapter one of whatever your favorite book, poker book is, and kind of reinforce your learning, reinforce your basics, reinforce your outlook. So for me, at this stage of my career, I need to just kind of step away from poker, kind of, you know, be ready to work on Thursday with a fresh set of eyes, a fresh mind towards poker, and just kind of rebuild from there. So that's what I'll be doing for the next couple of days. Next couple of days, I'll just be relaxing by the pool, just, you know, enjoying life and really not thinking a whole lot about poker. When Thursday afternoon comes and it's time to go to work, then I will re-engage that part of my brain. Uh, but for the moment, it's been a, it's just been a nice couple days relaxing, just kind of forgetting about Sunday and, uh, you know, just looking forward to the next work week. Thanks for listening to another episode. My Patreon supporters have access to my poker text group, where I answer their poker questions in real time. You can find it at patreon.com forward slash LV Poker Coach.